From VT Digger, I'm Mike Dougherty. This is The Deeper Dig. This week, Essex County has the lowest COVID vaccination rate in Vermont, revealing the challenge of reaching the state's most isolated residents. And while skepticism about the vaccine might play a role, local advocates say that access to doses for people who want them is still lagging compared to the rest of the state. Katie Jickling has been reporting on the disparity. Katie, if you could help me set the scene and just tell me about Essex County. Where is Essex County? What's it like there? Essex County is in the northeastern corner of the state. It has the smallest population of any county in the state. And when I drove up to Beecher Falls on Monday, I think I passed three signs saying welcome to Vermont from the Canadian border because uh, the road just winds along that border and there's almost nothing, nothing there. I learned that it has the most remote population of any county in the state with about 10 residents per square mile. So everything's just really spaced out and everything takes a really long time to get to. And we know right now that the state is trying to vaccinate as many Vermonters as they possibly can. How is that going in Essex County? Essex County trails the state in vaccination across every single age bracket. So about 14% of the county's residents have gotten both doses compared to 21% of the state's population overall. So really it's fallen quite far behind and we learned that there are quite a number of reasons for that. How would you describe the area to people who aren't from here, don't know the area very well? It's peaceful and quiet and you get away from people. And sometimes your phone works, sometimes it doesn't work, but I don't care about that. They can't bother you. Do you think people want the vaccine if they knew about it? Yeah, I think think the older community is definitely for it. I think my age is not. I feel like um, I'm 47, um, but I feel like a lot of people that are in my generation, I hear them saying that they don't want the, you know, uh, you know, this is a, a Trump stronghold for sure, this area. And that this goes along with that whole mentality, like anti-government, anti-establishment, you know, establishment and civil rights violation and stuff. You know, they, they have all this stuff that's been, that's been churning for a while, so. It's very unique over here. We are so geographically isolated, I'm sure you saw on your ride today. Yes, it's quite beautiful, but it's quite a ways out here. For one, as we mentioned, it's really hard to get there. And it's really hard for people in town to get to a hospital or a clinic or a pharmacy. There are no hospitals and no pharmacies in the entire Essex County. And the nearest hospital, which is in St. Johnsbury, is about a 90-minute drive from Beecher Falls, which is way up in the corner of the state, squeezed between the Canadian and the New Hampshire borders. Most people we learned in Beecher Falls would get their health care in New Hampshire. It's much closer to go to a pharmacy or get to their doctor's appointment across state borders. But New Hampshire has said that they will only vaccinate New Hampshire residents. And so 
Vermonters are left to go elsewhere to a clinic or a hospital that they're not familiar with and maybe haven't been to before. So Beecher Falls does have vaccines available. They're holding these clinics there periodically. We went and checked out one of these clinics. How did this clinic in Beecher Falls come to be? People from Northeastern Vermont Regional Hospital, which is in St. Johnsbury, drove 90 minutes to stand up this healthcare clinic. This is only our second first dose clinic up here. And they've been, the, you know, the first one was, was scheduled a short, on a short time frame. So we only had like 30 people scheduled for that one, but we were able to capture 60 more while we were here just by working with local health centers. They, it turns out it's quite difficult to find a site in the Northeast Kingdom that is both big enough and heated to have a vaccine clinic. So they found the volunteer fire department in Beecher Falls and set up a clinic there. They offered 100 slots on Monday, and all of them were filled. This one was fully booked. Our Island Pond in Orleans um, have been booked, especially as the age range has dropped. Um, they filled rapidly over the last week. So, The clinic in Beecher Falls was run by Jesse Dimmick, who's the vaccine clinic coordinator for Northeastern Vermont Regional Hospital. I'm a clinic director of Northern Physical Therapy, too. Um, His day job. <laughs> yeah, my day job when I'm not at vaccine clinics. But uh, I kind of oversee and schedule and run all the, the vaccine clinics for NBRH. It isn't so, technically yeah. Jesse Dimmick's responsibility to come to Beecher Falls and provide vaccines. It's not in their traditional coverage area. But there's literally nobody else to do it. There's no closer hospital, there's no pharmacy, and there's no one else who can provide the vaccine. So it was left to Jesse and NBRH to come out to Beecher Falls and set up the clinic and offer the doses. So that's another reason that we're seeing less uptake is that he and NVRH are willing to offer those doses, but they're offering vaccines across a large geographic area. And they just can't pay as much attention, perhaps, to these tiny towns as they would have if it was, you know, the part of the area that they actually care for. So what are the barriers to doing even more clinics? Um, staffing. I mean, we have at any given day... Or any given week going forward, we're doing anywhere from 12 to 1,500 doses. That's combined first and second doses. Um, so, yeah, you can only be in so many places <laughs> at one time. So They are limited by the number of staff they have and by the doses that they have to be able to make the trip out to places like Beecher Falls. How are people there feeling about getting the shot? I think there's... Some, like in every place, there are conflicting feelings about getting the shots. Some people, there is a underlying sense of independence and governmental mistrust in some ways that in some cases makes people less likely to want to get a vaccine. So in some cases, people say that they just haven't seen COVID have a very large impact in the Northeast Kingdom. There haven't been that many cases because there aren't that many people. And so they don't feel like it's a pressing need. And we know just from, you know, our own informal conversations, people have lots of reasons. You know, they're just, they're 
concerned that it was rushed, you know, it's everything's new. There's lots of reasons why people are hesitant to get it. You know, the, the biggest question was, you know, was it rushed to get out? But, you know, the science is proving that it's not, that's not the case. Some people are quite enthusiastic and have gotten the shot, as we saw from those we talked to at the clinic on Monday. How far did you come from? Uh, Gilman, Vermont, was a little over an hour. Oh, wow. Yep. Was this, was, was this the closest for you? Uh, the soonest available one, because I'm a type 1 diabetic, so I was happy to get it. Okay. So you weren't too picky? <laughs> nope. I was going to drive anywhere I needed to. Yeah, well, my, my wife's in the LNA anyways, so she's, has, she's already had her shots and everything, so I was just waiting for my turn. Oh, for the age. <laughs> the age group. <laughs> get it done and get it over with. It's likely that politics also plays at least some role. We know from national surveys that Republican men are least likely to get the COVID vaccine. And Essex County is the only Vermont county that voted for Donald Trump in 2020. So that wasn't often a reason that we heard cited, but just statistically, it may be part of the reason that people haven't been getting the vaccine as frequently as in other places. We spoke to several people in the Northeast Kingdom who said they would only get a dose if it allowed them to cross the Canadian border. And I live a quarter mile from the Canadian border and I go to Canada quite a bit. So that's one of the reasons why I'm getting the shot also. Even if I didn't, I'd get it anyways. Because you're going to need it to go anyways. Going into Canada is really important for them. A lot of people have friends and family there and they're literally right up against the border. So that is part of their communities in a lot of ways. So there's a lot of different factors kind of coming together in Essex County right now. There are. And I think the the social and political and geographic isolation pieces of it all come together. Um, there's also just the challenges around drive time and asking older people, perhaps, or people without a car to take the time off and drive on snowy or muddy roads for an hour or multiple hours to get a shot. That's a that's a big ask for them. And understandably, some people maybe haven't been able to make that trip. Obviously, this clinic in Beecher Falls is a great example of some of the outreach that officials are, are trying to do to reach these harder to reach people. How do we go about figuring out, is that enough? What else might need to be done in order to make this process more accessible to people in these remote areas? It's really interesting just speaking with people from the Department of Health and from the state. They say they really don't know why people in Essex County and in the Northeast Kingdom generally aren't getting the vaccine as much. And so they are trying to increase uptake. And last week they held a call with state legislators, with town clerks, and with other people in the community to ask them, what would it look like to encourage people to get the vaccine and what do we need to do? A town clerk suggested that they put up those big blinking road signs to advertise the vaccine and give a number to call. So 
the state set up six of those signs around the region on more frequently trafficked roads. They also have sent out flyers and information about the clinics. We also heard that the Department of Health is looking to increase the number of doses that are available as well as to offer the doses in the Walmart in Derby, which isn't technically in Essex County, but is a little bit closer than perhaps some of the other sites. When we come back, what advocates in the area say needs to happen next. Just a quick message from our underwriters. Community Health is Vermont's largest federally qualified health center. Affordable, accessible, quality primary health care at Community Health includes dental, pediatric, behavioral health, and pharmacy services. With practices in Rutland, Paulet, Shoreham, Brandon, and Castleton, new patients are always welcome. And centers are open seven days a week at Express Care in Rutland and Castleton. Community Health accepts Medicaid and offers sliding scale fees, making healthcare accessible to everyone. Community Health, your health is our mission. This is quite a nice building. Thank you. 1846. 1846. We spoke with Sharon White, who is the library director at the Alice Ward Memorial Library in Canaan. Um, how long have you worked here, Karen? Um, I've been the library director here for a year and a half. It's been an interesting year and a half. And she has really been pushing to encourage people to get the vaccine and make sure that it's available to everybody who wants it. We really listen to what's going on in our community and we respond to it very individually. Where every town is different with a library, your needs are going to be different. In our area, uh, broadband is tough. And right now, for people who choose to, to sign up for a vaccine, it can be difficult to find a reliable internet connection and the website itself can be difficult to navigate. I have heard feedback that there is confusion when they say they live in Canaan, but the vaccine site's in Beecher Falls because Beecher Falls is a village of Canaan. If you look on a Vermont map, you won't find Beecher Falls. So in the call center, I've heard more than once they think we're either Essex County, New York, or Essex from Essex Junction. Oh. So, and people just get a little discouraged and don't try again. She has come up with a variety of solutions that she thinks would work, including she wants to offer the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which is a single dose which would make it easier for the Department of Health or the hospital to set up clinics and also easier so that people only have to make one trip to get a vaccine rather than two. She also serves on the hospital board just across the border in New Hampshire. And she wants Vermont residents in Essex County to be able to get the vaccine in New Hampshire and that may or may not be realistic, but she has encouraged doctors at that hospital to provide Vermont patients with the relevant vaccination information so that people from Vermont at least know where they can go and do have that relationship with their local doctor and can discuss their concerns around the vaccine with a provider that they trust. I think what's difficult in our area is that our trusted health providers are in New Hampshire. Our primary care is in New Hampshire. Our pharmacy is in New Hampshire. Essex County has zero pharmacies and zero hospitals. So our trusted health partners that are 
the, the major primary care for this hour is 10 minutes away in Colbert, New Hampshire, and there's a Walgreens that often has extra vaccine, but they can't give it to us. It's only 10 minutes away, and they, we can't get it. So, you know, you can go to your doctor, and uh, they're doing their best to say, you know, here's when the Vermont clinics are. But the primary care office is <clears throat> a mile away from two vaccine sites. It would be so... It would be so helpful to be able for that primary care office to say, just go across the street. One thing I've been thinking about a lot recently is that, you know, a couple months from now when there are a lot more vaccine doses available and much broader swaths of the population will have been vaccinated, that, you know, we might look back on this period when there's limited access and certain people are going a couple weeks before other people you know, we might look back and kind of feel like some of this was splitting hairs. I wonder from someone like Sharon's perspective, why are these questions about equity in terms of the timing uh, and and ease of access to getting vaccines right now so important? For Sharon, the discussions around vaccine access are important because they really reflect these underlying health disparities that we see in the Northeast Kingdom. And in Essex County, the health of the population is worse overall than the rest of the state. We also see challenges around broadband and internet, which has made it really challenging for people to sign up for the vaccine. It's hard for to get service to be able to call the Department of Health from your cell phone. When the 75 plus group opened up at the beginning of February and there were no clinics closer than Island Pond, I thought, my goodness, how are we going to put these 75 plus drivers in their cars in Feb in the middle of winter, you know, 30 below zero, February, a 45 minute trip one way and ask them to sign up with phone or internet. It's tough. That's a tough, it's an, it's an inequity built upon an inequity. So there also is just less medical attention paid to these residents in part because there isn't a local hospital. And so there aren't these local officials or health professionals who are really advocating on behalf of these people. That's something that happens in every issue, but it's something that we have seen clearly in the pandemic. COVID has really highlighted the disparities that already exist in a given population. So I think we saw Sharon using this opportunity to bring attention to the challenges that she sees in her own community. What are the next steps? I mean, what does the next kind of month of vaccine access look like in some of these remote parts of the state as more and more people and eventually all adults become eligible? The state is going to continue to offer these clinics in Beecher Falls and in a couple other places in the Northeast Kingdom. In Island Pond, for instance, there will be a clinic as well. And the Department of Health is looking to see whether they need to offer more and what that looks like going forward. I think part of the challenge will just be persuading people that it's an important step, that it's worth their time and effort to go get a dose. One thing that we heard from Sharon that we heard echoed in a lot of residents up there is this attitude of live and let live. There's a culture in the Northeast Kingdom of 
independence and not infringing on other people's beliefs and rights. So people were quite adamant that people are allowed to make the decision that they want to make. If they don't want a vaccine, nobody is going to force them to do so. And likewise, we heard similarly from people who don't want the vaccine, that they're not going to force their beliefs on anyone either. It's not for me to decide what's right for someone else. But um, working as I do in a library, everyone is welcome here, regardless of what, how you feel about this um, as a political issue. You're welcome here. And if you're seeking information because you choose to get a vaccine, you can get good information here. I think that ethos is really one that may be a barrier to persuasion, basically, because you don't have that mentality of um, doing things doing things together and persuading each other in a way that you might see in more urban areas. Yeah, that's kind of the goal of public health is to get people to think about the collective impact of what they're doing. Right. And because people do live so far apart and are so self-sufficient, there's less of that collectivism mentality than you might see in other places. And we heard that expressed very clearly, both by Sharon and by other people at the clinic. Like, what are your conversations like when somebody kind of throws that stuff at you? Yeah, I I try not to. I'm in business, so I try not to get political. (laughs) I stay out of the political thing if I can. Try to... uh, if the people are completely uninformed, you know, I try to inform them, but I don't try to change their minds about things. Or... Do you try to ever push back when you hear people that are kind of expressing something that you feel like is kind of off? Nope. It's bad for business. Yeah. Absolutely not. I keep my opinions to myself on that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if they feel one way, I, I, hope I allow them to feel however they want. I think the next step is really just seeing whether as age bands open up, whether people are more likely to get the vaccine and whether that percentage of people who do sign up to get the vaccine increases. That will determine what kind of steps the state may need to take, whether they need to do more outreach, whether that is more public engagement or whether they do need to do more work with our neighbors in New Hampshire to help increase the access in that way. But for now, I think it's really a game of wait and see and, you know, whether there is enough both access as well as interest in the vaccine. Thanks, Katie. Thanks, Mike. On Friday, Mike Smith, the Secretary of the Agency of Human Services, said the state was partnering with local EMS agencies to hold mobile vaccine clinics in nine locations around Essex County on April 10th and 11th. Appointments are open now, and they may accept some walk-ins too. The state is also in discussion with a medical provider in Colebrook, New Hampshire, to begin providing doses to Vermonters. You can find Katie's full report on the effort to get Essex County vaccinated at vtdigger.org and find all of our COVID-19 coverage in one place at vtdigger.org slash coronavirus. You're listening to The Deeper Dig, a weekly podcast from the VT Digger newsroom. Search for it and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and you'll get new episodes as soon as they land. Voices you heard from Beecher Falls were Sarah Kirk, Anna St. John, Mike Daly, and Benoit LeMay. 
We used music this week by Blue Dot Sessions. We'll be back next week with more stories from the Digger Newsroom. See you then.